Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. You know, an interesting phenomenon occurs and it's not just every once in a while, it happens all the time. Uh, many, many people get depressed after being healed. Now, isn't that interesting? Uh, many people, after they are told that uh, their cancer is gone, or their diabetes is gone, or their MS is gone, will have, yeah, a momentary jubilation, but then after it sort of sinks in, they feel sad, they feel lonely, they feel a, a, an emptiness, they feel almost in a way worse. Uh, there are some people that, that get the healing codes and start doing them and get stuck. Uh, as best I can estimate on that, it's about one person in seven that will get the healing codes and for some period of time, for some degree, will either get stuck or, or feel like their progress is, is slowed down, all right? And I believe that, the, that what is going on there is, is related to why people, when they are healed, get sad, depressed, lonely, etc. It's because something that's happening conflicts with how that person defines themselves. And so how you define yourself is not just a passive thing that, that you know, really doesn't affect much. It's an interesting thing to sort of sit down and ponder for a few minutes, but it really doesn't affect much. It absolutely affects everything, and it can give you two wonderful types of insights, all right? How you define yourself can give you insight into uh, what your real issues are, where, where your big-time problems are originating and coming from, what's the source of them. And then it can also, in, in another way, give you insight into um, 
how your day-to-day life is being affected by how, by how you define yourself, all right? Um, this week, what I, would, what I would advise this week for you to do is to get a piece of paper and to write at the top, how do I define, and then write your name. So for me, it would be, how do I define Alex? All right? And say a little prayer, uh, sit under a tree, uh, go lay on your bed, get, get in a comfortable place, a place where you don't have to hurry, uh, a place that's peaceful, and just meditate and pray about that. How do I define Alex? How do you define yourself? And whatever comes up, write down on that piece of paper. Okay? Um, I define Alex, and, and I'll give you an example of me back when, um, back about, oh, 23 years ago when Tracy kicked me out of the house and said she couldn't stand to live with me anymore. Okay, but because I wrote these things down then. So at that time, when I wrote, how do I define myself, here's some of the things I put down. Alex is not good enough. Alex is not capable of doing many of the things he needs to do. Alex is a fake. He's not what people think he is. Alex is insecure. Alex is lonely. Alex is scared to be around certain people. And I, and I wrote a number of those people down. You don't need to know who they are. <laughs> you wouldn't know them anyway. Um, get this one. Alex is bad, and because Alex is bad, bad things are going to happen to Alex, okay? And after I wrote those down, and there were, there were a lot more, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just scratching the surface here, um, after writing those things down, it was, really, it was really sort of shocking to me. Okay, because um, before I did that, I'd, I, I sort of felt like I kind of had it together, except for my wife kicking me out of the house, and how did that happen? That must be her fault, you know, th- that sort of thing. Until I went through this little exercise and prayed a lot and, and started seeing some things for how they truly were. Okay? Um, and so this week... I would advise you to do that, to do what I did 23 years ago that was part of the, the, the most life-changing thing of my life, even more than the healing codes. When my wife kicked me out of the house, that, that was the start of, of just about every good change in my life as I look back on it. Now, at the time, I thought it was the worst thing that had ever happened, and it's amazing how many times things occur that way. Um, but I would, I would uh, highly advise you to, to do that activity this week and to try to do it to exhaustion, to try to do it until you say, you know what, that's it. I, I don't have any, anything left to write on this piece of paper 
that define that is how I define me way down deep in in the dark places where nobody knows those secret things that I would never share with anybody maybe okay I, I've I've got them all as far as I know okay then I would like you to to do one other thing and this might take you more than a day or a week okay and it's okay if it does. But I'd like you to add something that I've started doing with people um, since, since I didn't do this 23 years ago. This is something that's been added recently. I'd like, to ta- I'd like you to take the areas of your life that are not working. And this is an issue we talked some about last week, and it's also an issue we talked about two weeks ago when we talked about how nobody really, almost no one knows what they really want. And if you don't know what you really want, you're sure not going to get it, all right? Um, So this is related to those. So if you missed those last two programs, you might go back and listen. But I'd like you to think about an area of your life that's not working and then to go through this same process about that. Let's let's say for me that um, uh, the area is finances, and that's not true with me. God has, has really blessed me in that way uh, recently. Um, but let's just say it is because I know with so many people I talk with, that's such a huge issue today and for about the last three years. I'm going to go sit under that tree and go through and pray and meditate and go through the process, but this time only about things related to finances. So how do I define myself related to finances, related to my career, related to my job, related to my income? Okay? And whatever comes up, write it down. And and if you can give it a 0 to 10 rating as far as how much that bothers you or, or how good it is, I would do that too. Okay, just to give you a little more um, information uh, about uh, how big those different issues are. And then take another issue. Maybe, maybe what you could do this week is say, okay, I'm going to do the general one where I, I just say, okay, about everything, how do I define myself, and do that one, all right? And then I'm going to do three others. I'm going to say, what are the top three areas of my life that are not working, or they're not working well, or they're not working as well as the others are. And maybe that's finances and health and a particular relationship, all right? It is whatever it is. doesn't matter if it's physical or non-physical. Then go through the same process on those particular issues. How do I define myself regarding finances? How do I define myself regarding health issues? How do I define myself, not the other person, but myself regarding this particular relationship? And and then do it to exhaustion, all right? Uh, What you feel, what you think, what's happened, what hasn't happened, what you're afraid of, okay? And and I think you're going to be... surprised, and that may be putting it mildly, about what comes up for you. And what comes up for you will tell you what your underlying programming is. 
All right? When we started today, we talked about people who um, get sad and depressed after they've been healed or after they've been told uh, that, their, that their diagnosis is gone. Okay? There's another category I didn't mention, and that is people who've had a false diagnosis. They've done studies where they told people, uh, for instance, you know, I'm, I'm very sorry to tell you, Alex, but we've run the test and you have cancer. All right? And then they come back um, a month later and say, Alex, I'm so sorry. Um, we ran further tests and those original tests were an error. You do not have cancer. You never had cancer. We're so sorry we made a mistake. Well, an interesting thing is that a certain percentage of people, when, uh, when told that the diagnosis was wrong and they don't have cancer and never did, feel worse. They feel sad. They feel lonely. They feel the vacuum like something's missing, okay? All right? And, uh, and to me, it's not that they don't want to be healthy, you know, that's what a lot of people in this field say, is that self-sabotage is when you don't want to heal or you don't want to be well. I don't really think that's what it is. I think everybody down deep wants to be healthy. I think it's that it doesn't match how they define themselves. And so they've got an immediate conflict. This thing that's happening in their life is in conflict with how they define themselves. And how they define themselves is usually decades old. And so it has a whole lot of weight and history, and, and it's hard to go against that. It's like hitting, hitting your head against a rock. The rock's going to win. Normally, how you define yourself is going to win rather than a, a, a temporary circumstance, all right? So how can you know how you define yourself in, in these kind of situations. If you get stuck and you really want, on a conscious level, you think you want to get better, but you're stuck. Here, here's, a, here's a way I can encourage you to try to see if maybe that's going on with you, because a lot of times it is at, at an unconscious level, and consciously we don't know about it, all right? Think about your problem healing completely, okay? And when you think about that, see if there are any repercussions from that that cause you to experience a negative emotion. Now, let me give you an example. I had a lady who uh, definitely fell into this category. Uh, she was diagnosed with a, um, a terminal illness, okay, and uh, the doc it, it was the kind where the doctors even say, you probably got about so long to live, okay, one of those things. And uh, she did some treatment. She did some therapy. She uh, completely healed and was absolutely devastated. <laughs> and, um, and it was exactly this issue. She had, she had started defining herself by the cancer, all right? And here's what happened. She was diagnosed uh, with the cancer, and all of a sudden she gets all this attention 
man, everybody is hugging on her and, and calling her and sending her cards and bringing her food and, 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 you know, constantly sending her emails. I'm praying for you. People are coming over to help her. She is, even though she's got cancer, she's feeling more loved than she's ever felt in her life. Okay? Now, can you see why she got down in the dumps when, when the cancer healed? She's afraid that love is going to go away. And that's what she's been wanting most, even more than to be healthy, all of her life. All right? Now, she didn't have a clue that was going on. She called me and she said, Alex, what is going on with me? My cancer's gone and I feel worse. Okay? Well, this is what's going on. It did, her cancer healing did not fit how she was defining herself. And that can change over time, and it changed with her. And I know I said a minute ago that these things are, you know, decades old and don't change easy, but they can change, all right? I had another lady who had a similar situation, and she, had, uh, she came from a hard-working family, had been a hard worker all her life, and then she got ill and couldn't work, all right? And so, uh, and, no, and there was no doubt about it. She had a diagnosis. She felt terrible. She was on all kinds of medications and that sort of thing. So all of a sudden, this woman who had known this hard work all of her life is, is uh, sleeping as late as she wants. She's sitting on the couch watching TV. She has people bringing her food. She, you know, on and on and on. Okay, you see that one? Uh, it, when 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 the when she thought about healing, it meant hard work again. It meant it meant giving up what what had kind of become a life of luxury. Well, that's what a lot of people work their whole life for is to get to a place where they can live a life of luxury. All right, and she had a piece of that, at least more than she had ever had in her life. Okay, so there can be multiple. There can be multiple programmings of how you define yourself that can cause you to feel this sort of emptiness, um, loneliness, sadness, anxiety over not having that situation in your life anymore. That's another thing that people in the field tend to have tend to say about these self-sabotage issues is that they have these issues over not having their illness anymore. I don't think it's ever over not having their illness. I think it's over not having the luxury or not having the love or not having the attention or not having the, the, the lifestyle that has developed, the comfort that's developed around having that issue, all right? So think about your issue completely going away and healing and seeing if there's any negative emotions you feel related to that. And, and don't just look at it from one angle. Look at it from all angles. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about our experience simulator and how our experience simulator normally doesn't work because we don't put all the information in it. We only put a, little, we only put a tiny little bit 
a pain pleasure information in it and and because of that we come out with uh, something that's not the truth but if you'll put all of the information in it front back sideways before after during everything then it works a whole lot better and will usually give us a fairly accurate picture so think about your problem being completely gone how would that change your life? What, what would be expected of you that's not expected of you now? What would you lose that you have now? What would you not be able to do anymore? What would you have to do? How would people treat you differently? How would you look at yourself differently? How would you feel about what, what you um, have to measure up to when there's almost no expectations of you now? Uh, and it can be a thousand different things. It's completely individual how that works. But think about that thing that's not working for you. Imagine it being completely healed and see if any negative emotions come up. If they do, then most likely you have a problem with how you define yourself in that area. And it's keeping you from healing. Because the healing would violate your programming of who you are. All right? So to heal this, we have to intentionally and unconsciously, and you're going to need the codes for that. You've got to have a tool to fix that unconscious stuff. But we need to intentionally and unconsciously reboot our identity about that area. And if you don't, how you define yourself, which is in conflict with what you consciously want, is always going to block it from happening. And, and I've seen so many people, you've heard me talk about the popsicle, uh, the popsicle lady who had the 180 IQ, worked on Wall Street, um, you know, all that sort of thing. And for years, she had not been able to perform up to her capabilities. And she healed that one memory at five years old that was determining how she defined herself. And, and I mean, it took no time. It, it, it took her less than three weeks. And she'd been working on this for many years, all right? And immediately when that happened, she went through the roof in a good way. In a good way. Uh, income went way up, uh, big job promotions, notoriety, all of that, all right? But she never would have gotten there if she didn't find and fix the problem of how she was defining herself in the area of her career and her job and her success and failure. So this week, get those pieces of paper out, four of them, one in general, three specific about the top three areas in your life that are not working, and find out what those things are uh, that, that are causing the problems for you, how you define yourself, and go after them with prayer and the codes and fix them, just like the popsicle lady. Okay? But, but sometimes you need the specificity of knowing what they are and, and attacking it individually for it to work right. All right? And, and to see if you're doing it Think about it completely healing and see if those negative emotions come up. So do that this week, and I think it, it, it'll be a blessing 
uh, for you no matter what. For some of you, it'll be, it'll be a miracle, all right? And we hear from ones of you from time to time who say, you said this, I did it this week, and it was a miracle. For some of you, it'll be a slow, steady shift. It doesn't matter which it is, just start. 